0: Hi everyone, Larry Bailey here, Mortgage Workflow Partners. Today is September 11th, 2023. Um, Obviously, it's a very uh, poignant day for our country in terms of remembering the events of 9-11-2001. I'm sure if uh, you're about as old as I am, if not even uh, younger, everybody can remember where they were when the Twin Towers were hit. Um, as well as um, the other events around the country in, in Washington and uh, the brave passengers uh, down the plain in Pennsylvania. Um, so uh, first of all, um, always remember what happened so we can learn from our history. Uh, and, and every time that we're going through what we go through to travel in uh, in the world now by air um, is a reflection and respect to uh, the lives lost and to the maniacs who created havoc um, for us forever to always be on guard. So, um, Definitely thinking of everyone who had somebody um, who was affected by the events of 9-11. Uh, I live in southern New Jersey and um, uh, by some miracle I actually did not personally know uh... anyone who was lost in the towers um, but I, I knew of a couple of people who were expected to be there um, and thankfully they were not um, I know so many lives were lost uh, and so I'm bringing you today's weekly newsletter um, with this in mind that um, we still have to know what's going on in the mortgage marketplace um... if you have a personal story that you want to share I know it's been uh, quite some time for a lot of folks but there's still a lot of pain and grief um, because that stuff never leaves you so uh, today's uh, weekly newsletter uh, brought to you from MBS Highway your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence Um, also brought to you from mortgage workflow partners um, who can help you with um, anything related to what you're doing with your mortgage uh, your mortgage loan production uh, whether you're a bank credit union Independent mortgage banker, mortgage workflow partners can help you with solutions, services, support, and, of course, community. um, Helping make sure your your team is well-educated and well-rounded for for ultimate success um, for uh, what you want to get done. So this will be for the week uh, in review for the week of September fourth, two 2023. And the Fed speakers made headlines with hints about their next move on rate hikes. Plus, another report shows the strength in home values. Read on for these stories and more. First story is: Is the Fed planning to pause rate hikes? The next story is: New high in home price appreciation. The next story is: Holiday impact on unemployment filings. There'll be a there'll be a hack in there. Um, also, uh, as we round down uh, summer, as uh, unofficially summer is over. Um, I know I just took a a dip in the pool yesterday, and I'm thinking probably the last time of the year. Uh, So let's get into our first story here. Is the Fed planning to pause rate hikes? There was a parade of Fed speakers last week, and there were signs that the Fed may be ready to pause rate hikes at their upcoming meeting on September 20th. It's in about nine days. Comments from voting members were particularly noteworthy, including New York President John Williams, who said he believes monetary policy is in a, quote, a good place, close quote. And quote having a desired effect close quote while he thinks the fed needs to keep their, pol- their uh, options open based on incoming data his tone suggested he favors pausing hikes this month dallas fed president lori logan also said skipping a month uh, skipping a hike this month quote could be appropriate close quote though she noted more tightening may still be needed for inflation to reach their two percent Philadelphia Fed President Patrick Harker also said that the Fed may be at a point to, quote, hold rates steady, close quote. Remember, the Fed has been hiking its benchmark Fed funds rate, which is the overnight borrowing rate for banks, not the mortgage interest rates, to try to keep the economy uh, slowing and to curb inflation. Their latest hike in July was the 11th since March of last year, pushing the Fed funds rate highest level in 22 years. So the bottom line here is the Fed has been looking for clear signs of the labor market is softening as they consider further rate hikes. While job growth has appeared strong in recent reports, a closer look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics data shows a clear downward job growth uh, trend. So not only has monthly job growth slowed, but negative revisions are growing as well. I talked about this last week where there's a ton of negative revisions. So most recently, for example, job creations in June. So we're in September now, so June, um, were revised from the original report of 209000 all the way down to 105000 after two months of revisions. In addition, the unemployment rate has moved higher from the low of 3.4% in April to 3.8% last month. So are these signs of weakness enough to convince the Fed to pause rate hikes? This week's inflation data will also play a role in their decision, um, which will be announced after the Fed's meeting concludes next Wednesday, September 20th. All right, so the next story we're going to get into is uh, is new home price appreciation, new highs in home price appreciation. So home prices rose 1.5% from June to July per Black Knight's home price index. (laughs) I'm laughing because Black Knight was just purchased by ICE Mortgage Technology, so I'm wondering if they're going to rebrand that eventually. Uh, So listen, that was a big acceleration from the 0.7%, so it went 1.5% from June to July which was a big acceleration from the 0.7% monthly increase from uh, for June, and the third month in a row, of the index set a new all-time high. <clears throat> Excuse me, on an annual basis, prices were up 2.3%, with the pace of appreciation at 4.4% from the beginning of this year. This equates to a 7.5% annualized pace. If those gains continue at this rate, 99 out of 100 cities showed gains in Black Knight's index. What's the bottom line here? The latest rise in home prices reported by Black Knight mirrors the strong growth seen by Case-Shiller, CoreLogic, Zillow, and the Federal Housing Finance Agency, also known as FHFA. These gains are far cry from the housing crash that many folks forecasted. I don't like how it keeps saying media pundits. I just everybody listen. Everybody was predicting a housing crash two years ago because that's what our history taught us. Um, the one thing that we uh, that nobody really understood or really was talking about two years ago was the sincere lack of inventory. So um, now we have this data uh, you know the the bottom line is if you can get into a house, if you can find a house and you need a house and you can afford it, you should buy it it's probably a good bet that's that's the the takeaway here. Uh, on screen, Our next story is holiday impact on unemployment filing. So on screen, if you're listening to this on podcast, get over to Mortgage.Community. It's free to join no matter who you work for. You can watch the video replay. You can see a ton of other articles uh, in there. Plus, we've got great information coming from Lodestar. We've got great information coming from Mortgage Workflow Partners, um, as well as other uh, companies that, that really contribute towards content um, to keep you updated and educated. So on screen, uh, we've got an image here in California, New York, and Texas. Uh, so Ohio went bye-bye, Um we've got our typical three states up there that I'm used to seeing, California, New York, and Texas, as the largest claims um, for the week. So the initial jobless claims fell by 13,000 in the latest week, with 216,000 people filing for unemployment benefits for the very first time. Continuing claims also declined by 40,000 with 1.679 million people still receiving benefits after filing their initial claim. The latter number has also been trending lower since topping 1.861 million in early in April, reflecting a mix of people finding new jobs and benefits expiring. So in this, in this story here, what the bottom line is, while there is a decline in initial claims appearing to show a strong labor market, the measured week was leading up to Labor Day weekend, which could have skewed this number as people were often putting off filings during the holidays. Note that continuing claims lag a week so they were unaffected by this holiday. You might be thinking, why would you not file your unemployment when you could? And the answer is sometimes it's not your choice, sometimes computer systems are down, sometimes you gotta do stuff that you need people around for, so it's not to mean that people didn't want to file, it just means that it might have got cut short for some unforeseen reason. Uh, also, as, as a note, um, there have been reports of large companies like Adidas, Adobe, IBM, and Salesforce are, quote, quiet cutting, close quote, their employees. In other words, they are resigning workers to lower pay and a lower title so they can trim costs. These reassignments have more than tripled over the past year and could partly explain why unemployment claims have remained low. So rather to lay you off, I say to you, listen, I know you're making 100000 but would you consider making $75,000 um, for now? Because we're hurting. Yeah. That's, that's what I uh, take from that, because I, I know that happens. Uh, here's a family hack of the week. September is National Honey Month. <laughs> it's like, there's always something. Um, so listen, this simple honey cake courtesy of Taste of Home is perfect for savoring the flavor all month long. If you're a honey person, I like honey. Uh, this, is, this is something you should check out. So you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. You're going to grease a 9-inch round cake pan or spray with baking spray. Uh, in a large making, mixing bowl, you're going to beat together a half cup unsalted butter, one cup honey, one half, cup, uh, one half of cup plain Greek yogurt, and one tablespoon pure vanilla extract. Throw in two large eggs, one at a time, beating well after each one. In a separate bowl, you're going to whisk... Uh, together two cups of all-purpose flour two tablespoons of baking powder and a half teaspoon of salt you're going to add the dry ingredients into the batter stirring until just combined so don't over stir it is the thing here uh, pour that batter into the prepared pan bake for 30 to 40 35 to 40 minutes or until a toothpick inserted into the center comes out clean serve warm and drizzled with extra honey you're going to garnish that with some mixed berries crushed pistachios okay that's it. That's the uh, it's the Simple honey cake. courtesy of Taste of Home. Uh, hey listen, here's, look, here's what to look for this week. Crucial inflation reports are ahead, starting with August Consumer Price Index on Wednesday. Look for the Producer Price Index on Thursday, which will give us some news on wholesale inflation. Um, also of note, Tuesday brings the NFIB's report on confidence among small business owners for the last month, and August's retail sales, and the initial jobless claims report on Thursday. Investors will be closely watching Tuesday's 10-year note and, third, and Wednesday's 30-year bond auctions for the level of demand. Keep in mind that, that you know things are, are in flux. If you're watching this ticker up here, we've got 16 basis points on uh, on on the day. If we go over to MBS Highway, um, and again, if you don't have a subscription, MBSHighway.com, you need it if this is your business. And you can look here. I mean, this is really just... Um, you know last quarter if we go last six months you can kind of see where we are and if you go back a full year because it's about that time you know this was back in October of last year so I don't know where you were October of last year um, this this mark October 21st is about where we were here on August 22nd in terms of cost of money but it's this trend line that's worrisome right we keep pointing down this trend line so I'm no market person. I've been out here for a while. You got to listen to what Barry Habib and his team are telling you to do in terms of locking, floating, whatever. I'm always telling you right now, you got to take the money um, as it, as it is. If you if you can afford what you have, take the money and go. You never know what's going to happen, and um, it's more likely you'll lose if you wait versus if you wait to win. It's more likely you'll lose. So listen, my name's Larry Bailey. Thank you very much for always paying attention to this. You can always um, catch up with what we're doing on the Mortgage.Community. You can also call at 888 7181 or get over to WorkflowPartners.org. There's nothing we can't do to help you, literally. If you're in as a mortgage uh, company, independent mortgage banker, or broker for that matter, a bank credit union, um, there's literally nothing we can't do to help you with in terms of solutions, technology solutions, in terms of services, help desk, Um, teaching your admins how to be better admins, teaching your teams how to leverage and utilize the the native technology. If you need plugins, um, RPA, all these kinds of things, these are the things that we can do to help you. Um, So give us a call. Let us know what we can help. And I hope you make it a great day today as best as you can. Thank you very much.